welcome back. I've been a busy girl, a busy, busy girl. I haven't posted in two weeks. I know, I know, but I have been incredibly busy with clients, which has been amazing. And it was one of my best friends' wedding this past weekend. We flew out back up to Connecticut, which is my hometown. It was fucking amazing for so many reasons. Not only are the bride and groom like cool as fuck, but their families are too. And you know when you go to a wedding and you're sort of questioning whether the vibes are going to be right or not. And like I love to dance. Like I'm not the best at dancing, but I don't even really give a shit. I just love moving and dancing around with my friends. It has to be the right vibe at a wedding to to even feel comfortable to dance in a room of like 200 people. And let me tell you, 80%, 80% of the people there were on the dance floor. It was a partial Indian wedding too. So we were all dressed up. I got to wear a gorgeous linga and I felt like a total queen, like gorgeous. And let me tell you, my friend's ceremony dress was breathtaking like I'm talking breathtaking I was stunned when I first saw her like it like I felt like it was my first look (laughs) at her like completely took my breath away oh my gosh and I was speechless she looked like a god I love their traditions too and uh, I'm gonna post more about her on my personal Instagram if you guys want to see it but like Oh my gosh, it was just so incredible. I can't get over it. I'll never get over it, bitch. Also, if you're listening, congrats. I love you. I do know she listens to the podcast sometimes. So quick shout out. Another thing I wanted <laughs> I wanted to be real with you guys about, because I'm not going to lie, I feel like absolute garbage today. I'm going to admit something to you guys. I know it's going to be a big shock to you, but I did drink some alcohol over the weekend at my best friend's wedding. (gasps) I know. I know. I know you thought I was pure. You thought I was responsible. And I'm so sorry I let you all down. But I do enjoy a drinky poo sometimes. You know? You know, I actually, I'm not sorry. Fuck that. I drank a bit at this wedding. And what I've noticed over the years is that about 74 hours after the day that I drink, I get these like awful withdrawal symptoms. <laughs> now, I only drink like maybe twice a month, like maximum four times a month. And sure, there's, you know, the, the little hangover. You don't feel so great the day after. feel a little cranky, a little tired. But I'm not even talking about that. This is like two to three days post drink day. And I am moody. I'm irritated. I have brain fog. I'm fucking angry angry at everyone the entire world like no one is safe from this angry zombie person that takes over my mind and I think it's technically withdrawal symptoms but don't quote me on that I don't know if that's like scientifically correct I don't know anything about this but I feel like it's almost just like the day before your period like nothing will really make you happy and you're searching and searching and searching for the reason why you feel like this and there really isn't anything (laughs) So all day I'm like, why am I feeling like this? Like, why do I have this anxiety? Why am I like thinking about all these things? Like why? just I just felt weird. I just felt so weird. I don't know. Is this weird? I don't think that this is an original experience, but 
I do think it's because I don't drink very often. So when I do, like, it always just feels like I got kicked in the chest by a talking moose. And there's some great imagery for you. But I'm in a fucking mood. Big moody mood. And I know it's because of the weekend. Like, I'm 99% sure of it. So DM me or tell me if this ever happens to you so I don't feel like a freak. Or maybe I just have some mood disorder and it's, like, spiraling out of control. I don't know. But, and I will do, actually, I will do an episode about drinking because it's actually really interesting in how it affects your body and brain during your fitness journey as well. Um, But we'll save that for the next one. Other than that, life is good. Like I said, there's nothing actually wrong. I just feel like everything's wrong. I feel like I haven't even posted in a long time, so I miss the fuck out of you guys. But going to be real with you as someone who posts and is present on social media as much as I am, it felt so good, so good to put my phone down sometimes and just enjoy that moment like with my friends and myself now like social media doesn't affect me like it used to or at least in the same way I do think I spend way too much time on it and I'll admit that but also because it's part of my job and how I'm able to to help you guys who can't really invest in training or or, um or working with me but when I'm able to get out and do things that I love and just enjoy moments I mean, not that I won't take pictures of everything, but that's just who I am. Like, but I'm always documenting everything. But social media is something that, like, I struggle to set boundaries with. So when I'm able to just get out and, like, not think about anything like that and just enjoy the moment, like, I feel like I'm such, I'm in such a good place. Such a good place. So, but speaking of boundaries, <laughs> wow, Liz, what a great segue into what we're talking about today. Oh, my gosh. Smooth as fucking butter, bitches. All right. Creating boundaries with yourself and others on your fitness journey is highly underrated. And I don't even think I've ever heard anyone talk about it the way I'm about to speak about it right now. Personal boundaries are sort of like rules that are put in place by you that help you stay true to yourself and really respect your emotional, physical, and mental energy so that you can be your best damn self, baby. Now, this can make or break your fitness journey. This can make or break your results, your success, and whatever your fitness goal is. As a trainer and coach, the biggest and most important thing that I do that really does change people's lives is progressive habit change. You will not only be able to get to your fitness goals and stay there in a healthy and positive way if you are not actively working towards changing your habits, which includes sending some big old massive ass boundaries that will keep you in check long term. And this is what we do here. This is why Made For Me Fitness is here. That's what we are all about because if it's not sustainable long-term, we don't want it, all right? We don't want it. So I've consolidated some categories of boundaries just to give you all some examples of what I mean and I'll talk a little bit about them. So I'm going to go ahead and start with this one. All right, time boundaries. Currently, I am making this podcast, and I feel very anxious. Gonna gonna be real. I feel very anxious because I'm also thinking about all the other things that I have to do right now, which is making me feel like doing this podcast right now is unproductive and a waste of time. Even though that's not true, I feel like I should be working on other things instead. And I love, I love this podcast. I love making these episodes. It makes me feel amazing. I get to be a creative. I get to be creative, educational, helpful, but sometimes I feel like I just don't have the time. 
And that's also why I'm not totally consistent with my podcast yet. So it is something that I'm working on, right? Time boundaries, baby. So now tell me, where else do we do this in life? Let's break this down. Can anyone guess? Can you guess? What is a time in your life where you're like, wow, this is going to help me with my goals. It's going to make me feel amazing, but I just, I just don't have the time for it. I don't have the time for it. Hmm? All right. I really hope that you can't hear this fucking dude mowing the lawn <laughs> outside my window. Hell yeah, you guessed it. You're right. Working out. How many times have you skipped a workout where, or were inconsistent because you felt like you did not have time and that other things were more important or maybe more time sensitive? Whatever it is, something got in the way and you skipped your workout or meal prepping. It does go for food too, okay? Now, think of how many times skipping that workout was worth it. I would say 95% of the times were not worth it. Sometimes are, honestly. Sometimes it is worth skipping the workout if you're, for whatever reason. Typically, very few situations, though. But you will never, ever regret making time to get in a workout, ever. You'll never be like, oh, I, I shouldn't have gotten that workout in. Like, I shouldn't have spent the time doing that, ever. You'll never say that. I guarantee it. Guarantee it. Even just for feeling better that day, getting yourself out of your own head for 30 minutes, doing something different and bringing awareness to your body, it requires time, which requires you to set boundaries with your time. And all that really means is building up the habits and even discipline to respect that it is going to be a non-negotiable part of your day and week. And let me tell you, you'll get used to it. Other people around you will get used to it as well. Think about it. If you go about your every day and you say, Every day I'm going to work out right after work at 6 p.m. Sure, there's going to be other opportunities that come up. Hang out with friends, your partner, do things. There's always going to be stuff like that around and that is fine. But you doing any of that stuff at like 6.30 instead of 6 o'clock and respecting your own boundaries will not only help you stay consistent, but you'll actually build more trust within yourself and the people around you. And like they'll understand. Like I understand if you get home and your partner's like, oh, like I had a bad day. Like let's just cuddle and like watch movies or or whatever like that. But if you're just like, nah, like I can do this in 45 minutes maybe, like they're going to be fine. You know what I mean? Saying that every week on Sunday, you're going to go to the grocery store and take an hour or two to meal prep for the week just so you're not stressed out about what the fuck you're going to eat Monday through Friday is valid. Sure, Sunday brunch is tempting. Okay, there's always going to be distractions. There's always going to be something in the way. And Sunday brunch is fucking tempting. And by all means, go to brunch. But you're still going to the store after. Before or after, you're still meal prepping. Okay, working out before or after brunch. Okay, so set some time boundaries, respect your own time as much as you want others to as well. And this goes for so many other things. So this is just working out and food. Other examples are especially setting time boundaries with social media, like spending time to take care of yourself, to clean your room, to make your bed in the morning, like things like that. So many things that will just help you feel so much better throughout your day and entire week that are going to be so worth just taking the like five to 30 minutes to spend on yourself. Next, consumption boundaries. All right. I made up this name if you can't tell, but we can, we can call it different names, but this is just how I process things I made up the name okay guys I made it up I made it up like I said these are boundaries that I am just trying to pull together for you guys so you can kind of understand it more no not food consumption 
media consumption, social consumption, anything that you consume mentally and emotionally. And I'll use the example of social media first because I feel like that's something that we can all relate to. What you consume on social media impacts you so much more than you would ever think. The amount of times that maybe one of my clients end up getting frustrated or sad or down about their own fitness journey and I find that the culprit was something that they saw on social media is outstanding. Like it happens all the time and it's happened to me too. It does happen to me. It's not an original experience guys but you don't realize how much damage to your fitness journey some of this stuff is. So only following people who have body types that you want and they have their body goals and they look perfect in in every picture. They're doing the poses. They have the nice apartment, the fun gym sets, the beautiful hair, the makeup, the carefully curated workout videos that hit those angles that make you subscribe to whatever the fuck they're on. And we hear it all the time. Social media is a highlight reel, but if you're getting down about yourself because you are either comparing yourself or striving for an unrealistic goal you got to cut that shit out and I mean it I'm being totally fucking serious even seeing other transformation photos oh Sally lost 50 pounds in six months and you're like well why didn't I lose that much or look like that or have that butt or have those abs and the second you start thinking about that shit look away besties look away because what does that bring you honestly how are you impacted positively by seeing someone else's tanned abs every day think about it And I know, I know what you're going to say. I know y'all are going to say it. Oh, it's inspiration. It keeps me motivated. And yeah, be inspired. But the minute it starts bringing you down about your own shit, it's boundary time. Don't consume it. Because you are going to be so much more successful actually following an account that's going to keep you educated, positive, motivated about your fitness journey. You know, an account kind of like mine. (laughs) I'm just kidding. That's, That's not the point of this. That's not the point of this. I know that anyone here, and I'm, that's, I'm not trying to get followers. I know that everyone here follows me because it's kind of a secret podcast for how little I advertise for it. But this also applies socially. If you are around friends that are always judging other people, body shaming themselves and others, maybe not supporting your time boundaries or respecting them, that's negative consumption. And one of two things is going to happen. You're going to either have a conversation with them and set that boundary about the things they say and do and how that impacts you and is important to you you know, do do it lovingly. You know, you don't have to go like bitch out your friend because odds are they're just a product of their own environment. Like some, like their mom was doing that to them. So that's why they do it. So, you know, be kind, be kind people. Okay. And if they are your friends and people like they'll get it and they'll agree and they'll, they'll respect it. And even if they do slip up, you can just remind them about that convo in an upbeat way. And people who, people <laughs> who do care will respect it. And people who don't, don't deserve much time in your life, honestly. And that's probably going to benefit your mental and physical health and probably theirs too because no one really likes being a negative person, at least in my opinion. So that's kind of a consumption boundary. Control the things around you that are you consume that you are consuming and being aware of and being surrounded by. And recognize how it all affects you and how you feel about yourself and your fitness journey. If you're constantly consuming things that are going to bring you down, like in the ways that I just mentioned, you're not going to really enjoy your fitness journey and most likely going to give up or be frustrated or have to fight with yourself about a ton of things. And we don't need that. We don't want it. It's a waste of your time. (laughs) We do not waste our own damn time, honey. We don't. We don't waste our time. Okay. There's other things in the world that are going to try to waste our time, but us ourselves are not going to waste our own damn time. 
You have better things to do and think about that are going to make you feel fucking amazing and get to your goals. Yeah, maybe in a longer period of time, but you have time. Okay, you're so much better off sticking to those boundaries and sticking to being consistent and practicing actually enjoying and being joyful about fitness like movement and food versus like having all this negative shit around you saying like you need abs like this girl looks good doing this this girl looks good doing this you know it's just it's that's it's ego stuff really and we need to kill our egos if we need to we need to kill our egos because that's the shit that's going to make you frustrated. That's going to make you fucking hate yourself. That's going to make you fucking feel bad about yourself even when you're doing everything right. And instead of just trusting the process, you're going to be like, oh, well, why didn't I get those kind of results? Or I don't look like that. You know what I mean? So consumption, boundaries. All right. All right. Next, internal thoughts, boundaries. <laughs> yeah, you can totally tell I'm making these up. But I'm just subcategorizing health practices mental health practices to make them apply to this you can call it whatever you want my names are kind of lame I do understand that guys I understand it come up with your own names if you need to anyways setting boundaries on your inner voice yeah 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 you you in there that little voice in your head sometimes it just needs to shut the fuck up when you're talking to yourself and depending on how old you are, there is a higher chance of self-depreciation speech being normalized to you. If you watch any reality TV shows, especially from the 2000s, you'll hear every woman at least once every five minutes say something negative about her body. My hips are too big. I hate my boobs. I hate my arm fat. Self-body shaming for women has been so normalized in society that it actually fucking disgusts me because... We're all victims of it. I have been, for sure. Even when we were complimented. So, for example, someone could say, hey, nice dress. You look so good. And you'd be like, oh, my God, thank you. But, like, I wish my waist was smaller. Like, and I wish my arms weren't weren't showing or whatever. So, so many women will immediately focus their attention on the shit about their body that they've been made feel to feel insecure about. And I've done it. I've done it. You've done it. We've all done it. And it really just needs to stop. <laughs> There's nothing positive that will ever come from never negative self-talk. Nothing. Literally nothing. To the person that's giving you the co- to the compliment, to you saying it, and especially when you're repeating that stuff in to yourself. That shit does just not need to happen. It's just never, it's not going to help anyone or any situation ever. Now, this is something I think is interesting because there's so many body dysmorphia jokes circulating the fitness uh, like social media, you know, and I, I like, I get the joke, okay, but usually you'll see, oh, I started fitness to look good and feel good. And I just ended up with body dysmorphia, like, haha, lol. But why? See, no one asks why, but I do, motherfuckers. I ask the hard questions. And maybe some people were predisposed to having a disorder like that. Of course, like that's very normal. But maybe because you started hyper fixating on your body more than normal, once you started working out and started dieting, You started looking at yourself in the mirror every day, noticing the small changes and seeking out other things that you also want to change and so on and so forth. And especially if you're consuming all of this stuff, like I was saying before, by social media, you're going to start hyper-focusing. If you hyper-focus on other people's bodies, you're going to fucking hyper-focus on yourself too. All right. And that gives people slightly altered view of what they really look like. Like when you keep looking at the same thing again and again, have you ever 
(laughs) this might not be related, but I'm just thinking of this right now. Have you ever written a word down and it's right, like the spelling is right, but it just looks wrong? So like if you wrote the word run down a thousand times, okay, if you kept looking at it, looking at it, looking at it, looking at it, writing it down, writing it down, writing it down, doesn't it start to like look weird to you? Maybe that's just me. Maybe it's my ADHD. <laughs> Maybe that's not a universal experience. I don't know. But I'm just trying to to get you to think about it in some way. Like if you keep looking at something for too long and you keep hyperfixating on it, it's going to start looking different. It's going to start looking weird. And you're going to start being like, oh, why is this like this? Why is this like this? Why is this? Like-? And especially with your body, especially with a body that you are possibly trying to change, you're going to be so hyper-focused on it. All right. So we need to not hyper-focus on it. <laughs> And there's always looking and we're always looking for that perfect end result. And when it's not reflecting in the mirror, even after a ton of hard work, it makes you feel so overcritical with yourself and constantly feeling like you're not there yet. We got to shut the fuck up sometimes. We just have to enjoy our bodies regardless of what stage or phase they are in. And remember, you have time. So even if you're not at your goal yet, it doesn't mean you're never going to get there. It's just going to take more time. And you just got to keep going. You got to keep enjoying yourself. Keep staying consistent. Keep, keep meal prepping. Keep working out. Getting stronger. Things like that. That's why it's like that day-to-day shit is going to make it last so much longer. Because the second you put in some hard work and then you see what's in the mirror and it might not necessarily reflect that hard work that you've put in yet, you're going to give up. Okay, so this is a boundary that you need to, to set with yourself. You can't talk shit about yourself to yourself or others, okay? And you can't keep discrediting things that aren't like quote unquote perfect in your head, all right? Because sometimes our mind plays tricks on us for sure. And you're not stepping on stage. You're not going to be in a bodybuilding competition unless that's actually what you're training for. No, no hate, just saying. Majority us, and I mean no one, no one is going to notice even 5% of the shit that you're stressing out about and telling yourself negative things about. Literally no one else is going to notice it. No one, okay? So a big thing that helped me and still does help me if I'm ever thinking or have said something that is negative towards myself I always have to redirect it into something positive and something else. So not just positive about my body, but even like my brain, my intelligence, my humor, having a good time with my friends, something fun that I want to do. Just something that takes away from the negative focus on my body because it's really just not fucking important in life. Okay, there's there's things I can be uncomfortable about, bull about, totally fine. There's things I would want to get stronger with or maybe change like slightly, but that's that's fine. Like I hi, focusing on it to the point where it makes me feel like shit about myself is not going to do me any good. Like I'm going to get there in the same amount of time that I would whether I liked myself or not. So I call it thought stopping and redirection and it can be really effective and drive your focus towards other things that matter because I'm going to say this and I mean this with so much love bestie and I really hope that you understand that. Okay. So just don't just just be cool. Okay. Be cool. The fat on your arms doesn't matter, okay? The fat on your belly doesn't matter, okay? That little bit of shit in between does not fucking matter. Yes, it can make you uncomfortable and insecure. Valid. Totally valid. But at the end of the day, you're going to go to bed and wake up and do your life just like any other fucking day. Okay, just like you would do with toned or skinny arms or toned and skinny abs or whatever you 
want. Okay, you talking shit about your arms isn't going to make them look the way that you want. All right, you will get to your goal in the same amount of time whether you talk shit about your arms or you don't. So you might as well just not talk shit about your arms. And I'm just I'm using arms as an example. So this could go for anything if you're if you're uncomfortable with legs, like stomach, whatever, if you kind of have like a quote unquote problem problem area that you want to address and or that makes you uncomfortable and it's something that you want to work towards, totally fine. All right. But again, it's going to take the same amount of time to get to that goal, regardless if you talk shit to yourself or not. Okay. You can't hate yourself and your body into something that you love because then, then at the end of it, when you do actually get to that goal, smaller arms, smaller waist, whatever, you have such a strong self depreciation habit. You will continue to talk shit about yourself in your head. Because that's what you've trained yourself to do. So set that boundary with yourself. Enforce the boundaries to yourself and keep practicing. I promise your life and fitness journey will be so much fucking better and get you so much further than the other way around. Because the more that you feel like shit about yourself, the more you're going to give up. I promise you. I promise you. Shake your hand right fucking now. I promise you. So that's what it's all about. Setting boundaries with yourself is the first step to being more accountable If you have a good workout plan, a good food plan that's going to lead you to your goals, the rest of it is just time. That's why this is a lifestyle change because it has to be, guys. It has to be a lifestyle change. You can't just do it and then stop. And let me tell me, if you're miserable on your fitness journey for all of that, that's not going to change. You're going to be miserable after (laughs) as well. And you can change it right now without giving up, without throwing in the towel. You can change things slowly and start enjoying your journey like right now it's a lot guys this whole thing is a lot it's a lot of work but it's so life-changing and this is the stuff that really makes a difference for for my clients and how successful they are long term and it's something that I just always have to drill into their heads and repeat and just get them keep them feeling not only just good about themselves but just good about their their journey so that they can just trust the process and and keep going There's no point. There's no point in beating people down to get to a fucking goal. There's just no fucking point. Ugh. See now, guys. I did it. I did it. And I feel so much fucking better. I stuck to my time boundary. Look at me go. Look at this. The perfect example. Okay. I stuck to my time boundary. Did the podcast. And now I feel so good. I feel so good. I can go off and do my other shit now that I have to do. And I'm honestly probably going to do it better than I would have done it before because I feel way better now. I'm less stressed. Got to, got to talk to my besties, share some good ass fitness advice that will help them forever. But before I go, I want to wrap it up with a little challenge to help you implement some of these boundaries. And if you have more or less or whatever, you can switch it up. I'm just trying to give you some examples so that you can start thinking about it. And go ahead, write it down, do whatever you want. Okay. So, number one, little challenge set a time boundary for your workouts right now. Just do it. Write it down. Tell your friends, post it on Facebook status, tell everyone and let yourself know that you are going to stick to a time boundary this week. So say every day, as soon as I wake up, I'm going to work out for 15 minutes for five days this week. Okay. First thing that you do and stick to it, just like drag yourself to do it. Get yourself in that habit. Number two, set a consumption boundary, follow, sorry, unfollow or block anyone on social media that does not serve you positively. If you follow them for a body goal, just fucking stop. Like, you don't need that. 
you you know what your goals are. Trust that, okay? And then you you go do it. You can always follow them back later. Just give yourself a break. And then maybe follow some other positive accounts to replace it too if you find any, okay? Number three, no negative self-talk. If you catch yourself doing it, stop it, okay? And even in your head, just be like, mm, nope, stop. And replace it with three positive things in your life right now, okay? And like not even about your body or anything like that. It could be like, I love my dog. Like I'm going to talk to my mom this weekend or whatever. It could be something that you're excited about. Okay, compliment your intelligence and compliment your things. And I think especially as women, we are not complimented fucking enough on like how smart we actually are, how intuitive we are, how empathetic we are, like how fucking like amazing at shit that we are. Okay, so try to think about things like that. Like we're really only complimented on our looks majority of the time. Okay. Like, when was the last time someone was like, you know what? Like, you're really fucking smart. Hmm? So you, but you gotta, you gotta do that. You gotta be your cheerleader. You have to keep up with that positive shit. All right. Give that a go. Let me know how it goes. And I will talk to you again next week. I'm home now for a bit. So I will be pumping these motherfuckers out, podcast. Fuck yeah. Sorry, I'm really, like, sweary today. No, I'm not sorry. I'm not sorry. It's my podcast. (laughs) You can all fuck off. Bye.